Survivors True Stories Narrated by Paul Spera Chris Lemons Survivor of the Abyss Chris Lemons is a professional diver from Scotland. His job? Maintenance of underwater gas and oil pipelines and platforms. A hazardous occupation, what with the dangers of decompression and the risks of drowning. In 2012, Chris is with his team in the hyperbaric chamber that will be their home for the next few weeks on board a huge ship. Four teams of three divers will take turns on this mission. And Chris is delighted to be reunited with colleagues who have an excellent reputation. When it's his team's turn, Chris and the other divers descend to a depth of 250 feet in a pressurized bell. From there, they exit into 39 degree Fahrenheit water and swim down another 30 feet to reach the deepest conduits. During these outings, like astronauts, they are connected to the bell by an 150-foot cable, while hot water hoses surround their suits to prevent hypothermia. It's off to work for six hours in the depths, lit only by their flashlights hundreds of feet under the sea. After only one hour of work, the boat on the surface has a technical incident and begins to drift. Indeed, it is held in place by a thruster system rather than an anchor to avoid damaging the underwater structures where the divers are working. Suddenly, Chris and the others are ordered to leave their tools, reel in their rope, and get into the bell as quickly as possible. Problem? Chris's steel rope has gotten stuck somewhere on the structure where he was working. His lifeline is no longer winding, it's become taut, and is threatening to break or tear off its support in the bell. Helplessly, Chris hears a thud. The hoses that bring him oxygen and heat his suit have broken. His light is out, too. Chris manages to turn on his emergency oxygen tank, but that will only give him a few minutes of respite. Then, the cable connecting him to the bell breaks, leaving the diver in darkness. Chris falls to the bottom of the sea. In pitch dark, he manages to find the metal structure he was working on before the accident, and he begins his ascent. He is now at the top of the platform, out of breath, holding on to the wall to avoid being swept away by the current. Not a single light from the bell or the ship is in sight. Panic gradually takes hold. At the same time, the boat is already 600 feet away, hardly able to turn around without the broken thrusters. From the ship, a mini-remote-controlled submarine has been deployed and has found Chris, but it is impossible to know if he's still alive. From the bell, his colleagues are pessimistic. They can only hope that the boat's thrusters will be restarted so they can return to the scene. Finally, the crew manages to restore them, but more than 20 minutes have already passed. Everyone is sure that Chris hasn't survived. They'll be left only with the meager consolation of retrieving their friend's dead body. The boat is finally repositioned over the platform. The divers go to retrieve the inert body and pull it up into the bell. Almost ten more minutes have passed. In the bell, Chris receives CPR, 
and to everyone's surprise, he starts breathing. During the three days of decompression that follow, the medical teams are relieved to find that Chris is not suffering any ill effects. The high oxygen content of the air in the tanks may have saturated his body, giving him more time than expected, and the hypothermia may have regulated his use of life support. Whatever the case, Chris was safe and sound. He even returned to work after only one month, overcoming the trauma of this near-death experience. Did you like this episode? Feel free to comment, share, and rate it. See you soon for new stories. Midnight Studio, addictive podcast creator.